Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Wednesday. It once again is Grizzlies game day. The Grizzlies will be playing the second game of their four-game Vegas schedule as part of the 2021 Summer League. Monday, obviously, a fun victory over the Brooklyn Nets Summer League team. And in tonight's game, both the Eve Ponds and Sam Merrill should be available. So hopefully the Grizzlies will get a bit of a boost to their bench to support the outstanding play of their Summer League starters. Of course, we'll have <coughs> all the reaction to that on tomorrow's episode. But for today's episode, want to focus in on one of the biggest transitions that will happen for this roster from last season going into next season. It comes as a result of the blockbuster trade between the Memphis Grizzlies and New Orleans Pelicans a few weeks ago before the 2021 NBA draft. And of course, that is going from fan favorite and just absolutely beloved big man Jonas Valanciunas going from him as he's traded to New Orleans and obviously transitioning to a new man in the middle, Stephen Adams. In the first segment of the show, we'll talk about just how valuable Jonas Valanciunas was to the Memphis Grizzlies. And in the second and third episode, or second and third segment of the show, going to focus on how, with the Grizzlies transitioning from Jonas Valanciunas to, to Stephen Adams, some areas in where they'll get similar production. Obviously, some areas where they're going to have, you know, a lack of production, but also some areas in which the overall performance from the center position could be a bit stronger. Going to focus on the specifics of what the Grizzlies can expect now that they have Steven Adams instead of Jonas Valanciunas. My name is Sean Coleman. I have been covering the Grizzlies now for three years. I'm a credentialed media member of the Grizzlies, your host here at Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. The great place that gives you the latest Grizzlies news, perspectives, insights, and honest truth. You can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen, subscribe, review. Let us know what you think of the show. We always want to provide content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. You can find myself at StatsSAC. Do know that there is a bit of an issue going on with the at Locked on Grizz Twitter handle right now. That is in the process of being resolved as soon as... As soon as that is taken care of, we will update you accordingly. But, of course, you can find the show's content at all times through my Twitter handle, at StatsSAC. So, obviously, um, over two weeks ago, uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies and New Orleans Pelicans agreed to a a big trade for both franchises. In general, uh, the Grizzlies traded Jonas Valanciunas and multiple draft picks to the New Orleans Pelicans while taking on the contracts of Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and multiple picks from the Pelicans. In the process, the main reason that the both teams did the deal was for the Grizzlies, it was to get better pick position by taking on unwanted contracts. For the Pelicans, it was the ability for them to get better in the present since there was more of an urgency to win now on their end and they gained the best player in the in the trade in Jonas Valanciunas. Well, of course, with that trade, it ended an era in which Jonas Valanciunas absolutely became a fan favorite. Now, obviously, his style of play, his value on the court, however you want to describe it, that certainly could be a polarizing source of conversation at times, and for good reason. But that's not the, this is not the time or place to have that discussion. What Jonas Valanciunas did provide was consistent, production 
on the court, in terms of rebounding, in terms of scoring, in terms of being a physical force, and perhaps even more importantly off the court, Jonas Valanciunas was an absolutely great source of positivity. Just a wonderful veteran leader for the locker room, basically a big brother for many of the younger players on the roster. Jonas was a player who absolutely embraced his role as a veteran, his role as a big brother, someone here to support the young talent. Jonas Valanciunas, when he was traded to Memphis, knew exactly what he was coming into, and he fully embraced it because he knew it was an opportunity for him to make the most of his career, but also to embrace a place that he quickly fell in love with and a place that fell in love with him. And the thing about it is, is that Jonas as a person, to me, stands out even more than his production as a player. When we got the chance to talk with Jonas in post-game press conferences, every time we talked with Jonas, he always turned the conversation back to the team, doing what was best for the team putting others in front of himself. A great personality, just an absolutely engaging person, a very kind person, certainly someone that is going to be missed for multiple reasons. But one thing that I think should certainly be celebrated is just how impactful Jonas Valanciunas was, not only this past season, but during his time with the Memphis Grizzlies. For one, he had the best season of his career during the 2020-2021 season. He averaged 17.1 points, 12.5 rebounds. Both were career highs when it came to his over, in terms of an individual season production. He was one of the best centers in the league this past year, Arguably the best offensive rebounder in the league as he was top five in offensive rebounds grabbed per game, but also led the league in individual second chance points produced per game. But perhaps the biggest indication of just how impactful Jonas Valanciunas was during his time in Memphis is that if you go to basketballreference.com and you go to specific team pages, a cool feature that they have is that they'll show pictures of the 12 most valuable players in the history of each franchise based off win shares. If you go to the Memphis Grizzlies page and you look to the right, you'll be surprised to see Jonas Valanciunas, his picture actually is up there as being one of the 12 most valuable Grizzlies to ever play in Memphis or Vancouver since the Grizzlies franchise came into existence. Now, if you want to have that debate, that's fine. Whatever value you put on the win shares metric. But it does go to show just how impactful and how much value Jonas Valanciunas produced when on the court versus others that had played for the Memphis Grizzlies franchise. From one perspective, it was the consistency of Jonas Valanciunas doing what he was asked to do at an elite level. He played 151 games for the Memphis Grizzlies during his time with the franchise. That's the 35th highest number of games that a player has ever played for the Grizzlies franchise. In those 151 games, Jonas Valanciunas recorded 95 double-doubles. That's how productive he was. He produced 95 double-doubles during his time with the Grizzlies. Just absolute, an absolute monster, both on the boards and scoring points, getting a double-double at a rate at a rate of more than 60% of the time that he played for the Grizzlies. The other crazy thing about it is is that it wasn't just his rebounding where he did quite well. It was also his scoring. Of the 35 players that have played 150 or more games for the Grizzlies in the history of the franchise, 
Jonas Valanciunas actually produced the highest scoring rate, rebounding rate, and offensive rebounding rate on a per 36-minute basis of any player that has played 150 more games for the Grizzlies. That's how productive he was and how dominant he was compared to other players that have played for the Grizzlies franchise over the past 25 years. In terms of total numbers and total production, Jonas Valanciunas ranks 12th all-time in the Grizzly in Grizzlies franchise history in offensive rebounds, 13th all-time in total rebounds, and 19th all-time in points. And he also consistently was there for the team. There were very few games in which Valanciunas was not a factor. Obviously, going against some of the better defenders in the league, there were times that Valanciunas struggled. But the biggest key, the big, big takeaway from Valanciunas' time in Memphis is that when the Grizzlies needed someone to step up in being a consistent source of production, it was Valanciunas. Whether it was him scoring down low to keep the offense going consistently when their shot was not falling, or through his offensive rebounding, being able to create extra possessions by not only getting offensive rebounds, but also converting them into points by quickly being able to earn a putback for two easy points. One of the biggest reasons why the Grizzlies have emerged as one of the most productive paint teams over the past two years under Taylor Jenkins is because they did so well at utilizing Jonas Valanciunas as the naturally gifted inside scorer that he is and featuring him on a consistent basis and finding ways for him to be able to consistently produce. Obviously, in today's NBA and the type of player profile that Jonas Valanciunas is, it may not be the most ideal situation for a team to have Valanciunas as one of, if not their best offensive players. That's just a simple truth in today's NBA. But for what the Grizzlies had on their roster, Memphis and Valanciunas embraced each other and made the most of a concept of producing in the paint an inside-out style of play that Jonas Valanciunas absolutely dominated when featured in. He absolutely made the most of his time here. It led to career-high production, and obviously he was a huge reason, both off and on the court, for Memphis continuing to exceed expectations and obviously making the playoffs this past season. Without a doubt, as both a player in person, Jonas Valanciunas is certainly someone whose time in Memphis should be remembered and someone who fans should certainly always love the fact that they had as a Memphis Grizzly. I imagine that for the Grizzlies fan base, Jonas Valanciunas will certainly be cheered and admired every single time that he comes back to Memphis, whether it be in the present or in the future. But Jonas Valanciunas' time in Memphis, at least as for now, has come to an end. But with his departure, the Aquaman has arrived. Coming up, I'm going to talk a bit more about Stephen Adams' time in Memphis starting and how when compared to Jonas Valanciunas, what can be expected from two players who share similar physical profiles? Where will they be similar? Where might there be an increase in production in terms of Adams compared to Valanciunas? And where might there be some declines in production Moving forward for Adams and the Grizzlies. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? There is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. 
Headspaces were one of the only medication apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear, swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. It's backed by Headspace is backed by over 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on MBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on MBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on MBA today. Obviously, during his time with the Grizzlies, Jonas Valanciunas was about as reliable as you could be when it came to doing the job he was asked to do. Well, if you're someone that likes reliability in your daily routine, I can offer an idea of a reliable, tasty snack that also provides an energy boost with health benefits, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar, the best tasting protein protein bar out on the market. It literally is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. In the morning as a snack, or have it in the air in the morning as breakfast, or in the afternoon as a snack. Whenever you choose to enjoy it, you actually can go to BillBar.com right now and choose from over 18 different flavors that all are great options to choose from. And if you put in the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order from BillBar. Once you make BillBar a part of your day, it's going to be there to stay. Go to BillBar.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your next order from BillBar. On tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we'll obviously have much more from the 2021 NBA Summer League, not only in terms of the Grizzlies, but also what other teams are really looking quite good in terms of their young cores developing, including teams such as the Houston Rockets and others. We'll look at the Grizzlies as well as a few other teams that really are catching the eye of many around the NBA on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So obviously on today's episode, we're talking about what the Grizzlies had in Jonas Valanciunas, a special player, a special talent, a special person. But obviously, now the Grizzlies are moving on from Jonas Valanciunas, and in his place, the Grizzlies have gained the Aquaman, Stephen Adams. Obviously, Stephen Adams is a is a person, is someone that multiple sources have have mentioned to me directly, as well as uh, around the NBA have mentioned. Stephen Adams comes with one of the best reputations in the NBA, not only as a person, but as a teammate. Someone that is highly engaging, someone that is a great source of quotes, someone that overall is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful personality. But when it comes to the Grizzlies, obviously, what matters most is what the Grizzlies are going to gain from the addition of Steven Adams, and potentially, what are they going to perhaps lose in transitioning from how good Jonas Valanciunas was as a source of scoring and rebounding to Steven Adams, who while the rebounding certainly should maintain 
similar rates to Valanciunas, you have more of a defensive presence in Adams than you do an offensive presence. When it comes to offense, the big thing that should be known is this. Jonas Valanciunas is a much more naturally gifted scoring option than Steven Adams. That simply has been the case throughout their careers. And one of the reasons why is just simply because of opportunity, simply because of the quantity of shot attempts that Jonas Valanciunas has taken in his career versus Steven Adams. Over their careers, Jonas Valanciunas has taken quite a bit more shots than Adams. However, over the past five years specifically, when Adams and, Yon and Valanciunas have really become starting options in the NBA and featured options in some way, shape, or form on the teams that they have played for, Jonas Valanciunas has averaged 4.7 more field goal attempts on a per 36-minute basis than Steven Adams. And as a matter of fact, this past season, Jonas Valanciunas averaged 12 shots per game, while Adams averaged 5.3 shots per game. It certainly is a bit eye-opening when you look overall at the production that Jonas Valanciunas provides as a scoring option compared to Adams. Jonas Valanciunas on that same per 36-minute basis over the past five years has scored over seven more points per 36 minutes than Adams has. And the reason why, again, is not only because of the quantity of opportunities that Jonas Valanciunas has, but also just being a more naturally gifted scorer. Now, the thing about it is, is that while Jonas does has taken more shots himself on a per 36-minute basis and overall in terms of total attempts, the accuracy on those shots actually is pretty comparable to Steven Adams. Both players shoot just under 70% when at the rim in their careers. And Adams himself actually has shot better, though on less attempts, he shot better as you get further away from the rim than Valanciunas has in terms of shots that are in that are you know in the 3 to 16 foot range throughout their careers in terms of effective field goal percentage and true shooting percentage both Adams and Valanciunas are quite similar. Both are around 60% on effective field goal percentage, and while Adams is at 60.3% in terms of true shooting percentage, Valanciunas is at 62.3%. But besides the quantity of attempts that separates Valanciunas in terms of being the more valuable offensive option when compared to Adams. The other aspect of things that makes him more valuable is the fact that Jonas has certainly become a much bigger threat from distance than Adams has. In the over the past five seasons, Jonas Valanciunas has made 98 threes on 272 attempts when he's been on the court. Steven Adams has made one three on 10 attempts. In fact, Steven Adams is one of only five active players who have played 15,000 or more career minutes and have one or less career threes made. Steven Adams is just a non-factor from three, and in today's game, that certainly is a big hit on someone's offensive value. That is something that Adams is, is not going to provide to the level that Jonas Valanciunas did, though Valanciunas certainly should not be confused for a stretch big. He, at the very least, could be reliable for one to two three-point attempts per game with a good chance of making one every other game. He had plenty of good looks over the past few years in Taylor Jenkins' system. And while you may have a bit of faith Steven Adams could develop some type of three-point game under Taylor Jenkins' system, it's going to be hard to imagine him getting to the level that Jonas Valanciunas is right now. 
as a shooter. But the other aspect of things where both players really impact the game is their ability as offensive rebounders. And that actually is an area where Steven Adams has been more productive than Valanciunas in recent history. Over the past five seasons, Steven Adams has a 14.6 offensive rebounding rate compared to Jonas Valanciunas's 12.7 offensive rebounding rate. Of all the players in NBA history who have played 15,000 or more minutes, both Adams and Valanciunas rank as two of the best offensive rebounders this league has seen. But the key when it comes to the offensive rebounding is that while Valanciunas and Steven Adams are comparable in terms of the frequency at which they get offensive rebounds, where Valanciunas has stood out over the past two years is his ability to convert those offensive rebounds to points. In the 2020-2021 season, Jonas Valanciunas led the NBA with 5.2 individual second chance points per game. Steven Adams had 2.6 himself. In the 2019-2020 season, Valanciunas had 3.9 second chance points per game. Steven Adams had 2.3. Now, before the past two seasons, it was Adams who actually was on the level of or better than Valanciunas and not only grabbing offensive rebounds, but converting them to points. For the Grizzlies, one of the most critical areas of production for Adams to provide value would be to offer the similar production that Valanciunas did in terms of not only grabbing offensive rebounds, thus deterring the chance the defense gets defensive rebounds, but it's in Adams creating extra possessions through grabbing offensive rebounds, but then also regaining the form he showed a few years back of converting those offensive rebounds to second chance points. That was one of the biggest areas of impact that Valanciunas provided for a Grizzlies team that doesn't have a lot of true rebounding potential outside of Valanciunas. If Steven Adams can provide a similar level of production, that certainly is a very valuable way for him to man the middle for the Grizzlies. So obviously when it comes to the two players in terms of their offensive ability, without a doubt, Jonas Valanciunas is the better player among he and Steven Adams. And the biggest reason why is because of his ability as a scorer and as an offensive rebounder. But on the defensive end, that could be an area where Steven Adams is able to stand out more than Valanciunas did. Not only does Steven Adams have a bigger defensive reputation, but compared to the past few seasons, Adams' opportunity to make an impact as a defender may actually improve due to the fact he's going to have better defensive options around him with the Grizzlies. With the fact that both the NBA and NHL seasons completed over the past month, and now that the Olympics are over, it may seem like there's not that many things to enjoy when it comes to wagering and betting on sports right now around the sports world. But you have some division races heating up in baseball. You obviously have, obviously have MMA and UFC action at all times that you can enjoy the odds on. And right around the corner, you have both the college and professional football seasons starting up. Regardless of what you'd like to bet and wager on when it comes to being a sports fan, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news and odds for all your sporting needs, no matter if the sport is in season or out of season. For the fact, In fact, when it comes to the NBA, you already can play odds when it comes to the championship odds next year. 
MVP odds, most improved odds. There are so many different ways you can wager and bet on sports, regardless of the, if the sport is happening currently or not. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device, put in the promo code Locked On, and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Visit BetOnline.ag today. Once again, on tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we will certainly review the Grizzlies' second summer league game tonight at 4 o'clock Central against the Miami Heat. We'll also look at a few teams around the league, especially in the Western Conference, who certainly are showcasing a a growing young core that certainly will make, that will show there are more teams than just the Memphises, New Orleanses, and Dallases that are on the rise in the Western Conference. That and much more on tomorrow. Tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So obviously we've discussed Jonas Valanciunas' time in Memphis, how productive it was. And because of that, especially offensively, while the Grizzlies are acquiring Steven Adams, it's basically unfair to expect for Steven Adams to provide the same offensive production that Jonas Valanciunas did during his time in Memphis. Jonas Valanciunas simply is the better player. That's known by both the Pelicans, by the Grizzlies, and probably Valanciunas and Adams themselves. And that's no, no, no insult to Adams. It's just where they are as players. It's because of Valanciunas' overall offensive ability as an offensive rebounder and as a scorer. But one area where Adams likely has the chance to provide more value than Valanciunas did is on defense. In terms of the comparison between the two, Adams has had the reputation of being the more effective defender over their careers, while Valanciunas over the past few seasons has certainly produced higher block rates. Stephen Adams has been better at deterring scoring opportunities at and away from the rim on a pretty consistent basis. He also has been a better source of steals as well as turnover potential in anchoring a defense. And just in general, when you, you know, Talk to people around the league as well as watch film. It does seem as if Steven Adams is just a more naturally impactful defender than Valanciunas is. Also, it seems as if Adams is a bit better at being able to make the most of what he has to offer away from the rim as a defender in terms of switching than Valanciunas does. But the thing about it is this, is that as both Valanciunas and Adams age, being, you know, player profiles, physical setups as traditional centers, as they continue to see their athleticism be more limited as they age, they're likely going to become bigger liabilities as they get away from the rim. But that is something that stands out as an area of optimism in terms of ways that Adams can provide value for the Grizzlies this season and perhaps beyond in his time in Memphis. Adams is likely joining a team in Memphis that is going to have better defensive pieces around him than he had in his last few years in Oklahoma City, as well as this past year in New Orleans. And it naturally shows the Grizzlies have been a better defensive team than both of those franchises have been over the past few seasons. As a result, Adams likely will be, will be able to stay closer to the rim more often and be the physical force that he so effectively can be in terms of deterring positioning and deterring shots at the rim and grabbing rebounds. With names such as Jaron Jackson Jr., Kyle Anderson, DeAnthony Melton, obviously Dylan Brooks and others taking care of the perimeter, 
Steven Adams can direct traffic defensively in setting up the different defenses as well as anchoring the defense during the rim, and he can focus on what he does best, which obviously is protecting the rim, as well as grabbing defensive rebounds. Now, in terms of defensive rebounds, Jonas Valanciunas has been the much more impactful individual rebounder when it comes to the frequency of grabbing defensive rebounds. You know, over the over, you know, throughout his career, Jonas Valanciunas has grabbed has a defensive rebounding percentage of 28%. Steven Adams has a defensive rebounding percentage of 17%. But the thing is, is that when it comes to their individual rebounding, one other thing that should be kept in mind is that Adams has played with better rebounding talent around him than Jonas Valanciunas has, especially during Jonas Valanciunas' time in Memphis. Steven Adams has played with players such as Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City, and last year he played with arguably the top rebounding team in the league in the New Orleans Pelicans. So in terms of their individual rebounding rates, while Valanciunas has certainly been has certainly had a significantly higher individual defensive rebounding rate than Adams, that could be subject to change due to their settings changing. Because Adams is likely going to be relied upon to grab rebounds at a similar level that Valanciunas did while he was in Memphis. And as we know, Adams certainly can do that through his ability to box out, through his ability to clear space, and his also the ability that he has shown. As a matter of fact, he's been better at, at deterring the offensive rebounding potential for his opponents earlier in their careers when compared to Valanciunas, though Valanciunas has been better at that here recently. Adams can both clear the space for defensive rebounds and deter the opposition's ability to get offensive rebounds, he can do that at a similar level to Jonas Valanciunas. But now since Adams is coming to a team where there's not a lot of true rebounding talent outside of he himself, he likely will be required to grab more defensive rebounds than he usually does. With Valanciunas going to New Orleans, there's a chance you may not see as high of an individual def defensive rebounding rate. But at the end of the day, when, go, when transitioning from Jonas Valanciunas to Steven Adams on the defensive end of things, you're likely going to get the similar effectiveness in terms of defensive rebounding and deterring second-chance opportunities for the opposition. But with Adams, you're also probably going to get a bit more ability to consistently make impact, whether it be through creating turnovers, whether it be through deterring high-percentage looks. All those things combined, and especially with the fact that Adams will likely see his responsibilities more focused on defending the paint, he certainly could become a defensive asset like he was earlier in his career for the Grizzlies, and that is a way that he can regain some of the value that he lost in what was arguably his worst season as a professional in New Orleans. At the end of the day, once again, Jonas Valanciunas clearly is the better player between him and Steven Adams. And a big reason why is because of the offensive value that Jonas Valanciunas provides. But that's known. And the Grizzlies are not asking for Steven Adams to fill the role that Jonas Valanciunas provided. One of the biggest reasons why the Grizzlies traded Valanciunas away was so they can shift the philosophy of how they produced offensively from it being so focused on the paint to providing more opportunities from distance to talents that can shoot well from distance. In the process, though, they certainly want to have someone they can rely upon to take care of the boards, take care of the blocks, and be a physical force in the paint. That's the role Steven Adams is going to be asked 
to embrace. But beyond the comparisons of what both players can do on the court and where Adams may not be to the level of Valanciunas or may be better than Valanciunas, one thing that stands out, along with his reputation as being an awesome person and player, Adams also stands out as someone that has been here before when it comes to supporting talents like John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. In Oklahoma City, Adams had a great relationship with the franchise cornerstone named Russell Westbrook, a player who John Morant's style of play highly compares to. One area where Steven Adams supported Westbrook quite well was creating space for Westbrook off of screens. Adams will likely do that same thing for Morant in offensive schemes. Adams also last season, his front court starting partner was Zion Williamson. Adams was in a role where one of his responsibilities was helping in the maturation of Zion Williams as a professional. Adams, with that experience, now steps into a similar role here in Memphis where one of his biggest responsibilities is going to be his relationship with Jaron Jackson Jr. and helping Jaron Jackson Jr. develop his game, especially on the inside. This is a familiar situation for Steven Adams, one that he has absolutely added value in, in terms of outside the box score, off the court, being someone who fully embraces the opportunity in front of him to be a great teammate, to be a great mentor, and to be a physical force that can take care of the dirty work while the other players who are viewed as franchise cornerstones for the Grizzlies do what they do best. Steven Adams knows the role that he's going to be asked to perform. He's going to embrace it and do it with pride and likely is going to do it well. And while he Steven Adams' presence here in Memphis is not going to replace Jonas Valanciunas anytime soon, I do feel that in his own way, actually in multiple ways, Steven Adams is going to be able to capitalize on his opportunity here in Memphis and likely should could have a significantly better season production-wise than he had last year in New Orleans. Obviously, at the end of the day, Jonas Valanciunas is certainly going to be missed, and rightfully so, but with Steven Adams coming into the fold, I think the Grizzlies are going to be quite happy with what he will provide both on and off the court as a member of the roster, but also becoming a valuable member of this Grizzlies culture that continues to blossom in Memphis. Thanks so much for joining us here on this latest edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Make sure to check out all the great interviews that we've had on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast focusing on the 2021 draft. Make sure to tune in to tonight, 4 o'clock Central. The Grizzlies will be back on the court, their second summer league game in Vegas against the Miami Heat summer league team. We'll have all the reaction to that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Grizzlies. Until then, hope you have a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast.